For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dudici. You're listening to Daybreak. On Monday night, the Senate voted to confirm Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court, and protesters took to the streets in Philadelphia after an officer-involved shooting of a black man. It's Wednesday, October 28th. After invoking cloture in a rare Sunday session last weekend, the Senate voted to confirm Conservative Appeals Court Judge Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. The final vote was tallied at 52-48, to 48, with Maine's Republican Senator Susan Collins being the lone defector from either party. With a week until the election, she's locked in a difficult race for her seat with a Democratic challenger. Barrett is confirmed just days before the court hears cases that will impact ballot receipt deadlines in key states in the upcoming election. Barrett joins five other conservative justices on the court to form a historic 6-3 majority. John Roberts has sided with the Liberals to form a 5-4 majority in a number of cases since he became Chief Justice, but in this new court, Liberals will likely also need either Brett Kavanaugh or Neil Gorsuch to side with them on key issues. Even though it's possible Democrats could control both Congress and the presidency come January, many worry that this court will stifle any liberal policy agenda in the near future. The power imbalance in the court has caused many Democratic lawmakers to call for court packing, adding additional seats to the Supreme Court in the hope that Democratic officials might install liberal justices to thwart the conservative majority. While the Constitution does not specify the number of justices on the court, nine has been the norm for well over a century. Some Democratic leaders have been more brazen about the possibility of court packing. For instance, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer tweeted that, quote, everything is on the table, end quote, with regards to the issue. However, Joe Biden has remained largely silent on the subject, saying that he will give his answer after Election Day. Protests erupted in Philadelphia on Monday night after police officers fatally shot Walter Wallace Jr., a 27-year-old black man. Police were called to the scene late Monday afternoon after reports that a man was carrying a knife. In a video posted to Twitter following the shooting, Wallace is seen approaching two police officers as they hold up their guns. Protesters filled the streets following reports of the killing, criticizing the police department's use of excessive force against Wallace. His family has reported that he had been struggling with mental health issues at the time of his encounter with the police. More than 30 officers were injured during protests on Monday night, and over 91 people associated with the violence have been arrested. Governor of Pennsylvania Tom Wolfe announced yesterday that the National Guard will be deployed to Philadelphia to protect local property and support the Philadelphia Police Department, as they brace for continued unrest. In other headlines, the Los Angeles Dodgers were crowned champions of baseball last night, beating the Tampa Bay Rays to win the World Series 4-2. This is the Dodgers' first championship since 1988, having lost the World Series in two of the past three years, and it is Los Angeles' second major championship this year, following the Lakers' victory in the NBA Finals earlier this month. The night was slightly marred by the revelation that Justin Turner, who had started at third base for the Dodgers, had received a positive COVID-19 test mid-game. Wildfires continue to burn in the western United States this week, causing evacuations in Colorado and Southern California this weekend. The East Troublesome Fire in Northern Colorado has destroyed more than 100 structures as of Tuesday. And as Democrats in the US worry about the future of reproductive rights with the confirmation of Justice Barrett, a near-total ban on abortions was handed down by the highest court in Poland last week. Tens of thousands of Poles have defied social distancing policies to protest the ruling in the days since. This comes after the Conservative Parliament tried and failed to restrict abortion through new legislature. Now, opponents are accusing right-wingers of hijacking the judiciary for political gain. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Francesca Bloch, David Kmielewski, and Wilson Kahn under the 144th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dudici. Have a wonderful day.